0: We had a great week in the uh, local sports scene last week, and we got a better one this week uh, to talk all about it. We got my guy from Goose Press now. We got Brandon Zinner on with us. Brandon, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. A busy weekend. We'll still, we're still recovering a little bit, but uh, but we're going to be ready for the weekend ahead when it gets here. It's going to be a big, a big one.
0: Absolutely. Let's go ahead. Let's uh, start with uh, East Buchanan. 34-6, um, to 6, they were able to defeat Thayer in the um, Class 1 semifinals. Um, a trip to the state championship game for the Bulldogs for the first time since 2004. Um, I know you were at um, East, but you were at, you've been at quite a bit of East Bucks games here. Um, just um, your thoughts on um, on this game against Thayer and your thoughts on how East Buck has looked this entire year.
1: Well, I mean East Buck. You talk about a team that just keeps looking better and better and better, and East Bucks kind of epitomized that ever since that uh, that mid buck game. They just had a, a couple turnovers and. They still only lose to Mid Buck, which is a uh, top three team in the state at the time. They lose them by one possession, and I mean they uh, they haven't looked back since. You look at the postseason. I don't know if it's ironic or uh, ironic at all, but they are two closest games in the postseason have been uh, the KCI rematches with Mid Buchanan and with Hamilton. They they beat Mid Buck by fourteen. They beat Hamilton by ten. I um, mean, the other games they've won uh, by close to thirty. So uh, I, I don't think uh, that's uh, by accident. I think the KCI has shown how good it is, and, and these Buck has kind of rose to the top. And wait here of late, it's been uh, it's been that defense. They did it throughout the regular season, but against uh, some some lesser competition when you're playing the bottom of the KCI uh, and whatnot. But uh, I mean, here they're they they hold the district champions uh, from University Academy in the district championship. Excuse me, uh, they hold them. So just 12 points. And then uh, Hamilton, they hold them to 12 points. And then here in the in the state semifinals, you're not supposed to be teased by 30 and they go out and they win 34 to six. And I mean, that defense and Ethan Bailey uh, on, on the line, he's just been uh crazy Nick Klein, just kind of corralling tackles uh, when, when they're running the ball. And then the defense has been walked down crew Conway and Aiden Hensley have been, Really, really good as well as, as well as Trevor Klein. He has uh, interception maybe every postseason game that I've been to for them. Um, and then uh, I mean, offensively, you, you just look Connor Musser just playing with such confidence with the way he's able to pass the ball. And and why wouldn't you have confidence when you have guys like Crew Conway and Trevor Klein who are just grinding for an easy six, seven yards per carry at, at a minimum. I mean, Trevor Klein had 199 yards last week, so I mean, we're talking probably well over 10 yards a carry. He was everything last week and. Uh, I'd be shocked if he wasn't named the, the player of the year in Class One when we get to it. But I mean, they're going to play another good team this week, and uh, that's why he plays state championships.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Three o'clock this Saturday of uh, Rowfield at on the campus of Mizzou. Um, East Buchanan takes on Marceline. Marceline had to use a field goal to beat Haiti, and their semifinal just um. Your keys on the um your keys for an East Buck win on Saturday.
1: Yeah, as you just said, Marceline beat Hayti. And uh, hey, Ty. I mean, they were undefeated going into this week. And then uh, you look at the team that Mid Buck just beat uh, in Thayer. Who? What did they do the week before? They knocked off an unbeaten Windsor, who was the defending champion. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if that correlates at all. But I mean, I think Midbuck or East Buck has had a, a great run through the postseason. And uh, they they have they have a, a test for him. You look at this Marceline team. Uh, I mean, they got a, they have a quarterback who's thrown for almost two thousand yards um and and he has 16 touchdowns i mean in class one that's some that's some pretty impressive numbers right there especially when you look at what they're able to do uh running the ball as well hunter nelson i mean he's uh, he's kind of a trevor klein uh product that you have as well over at marshall and he's got almost 1400 yards on the ground with 17 touchdowns i mean that uh, that's kind of some yards that we're seeing out of trevor and they also have 200 uh two other guys that have over 500 yards rushing you know five receivers with 200 plus yards and they got a guy jace bickman uh, who, who's a legit number one for them with uh, almost 800 yards and six touchdowns. And the, the thing that you look at this Marceline team and the thing that I was uh, hearing from people around East Buck is the amount of seniors that this team has. This is a very senior-laden team. You look at their uh, f- their top four receivers, all seniors. You look at their, uh, their top running back, their uh, top two running backs, their seniors, their quarterback, a senior. This is a team that uh, – I mean, they're, they're primed to, to, there's a reason why they're here. They have those guys, they have those guys that have the experience and East Buck, they're not really seniors. They're a bunch of sophomores for the, for the most part, you got uh, obviously some great senior leadership, but uh, it's a, it's a great blend that they have here on East Buck and uh, it's just going to make for a great game.
0: Absolutely. Definitely looking forward to that. But uh, the next thing that we're going to talk about is a uh, Missouri Western basketball. What a great week it was for them. And we'll start off with the men. Um, The men got off – the men are on their first two-game winning streak this season, Um, picked up a road win at Rockhurst um, last Tuesday and then um, Saturday um, had to use overtime, but they were able to defeat William Jewell in that game. Just talk about how the men have looked this week.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a little bit of an ugly week. I think they would have liked to handle both games a little more. I mean, it feels like games that they could probably go out and they could could win by 20. You get to use a little more of the bench uh, than they have been able to. Um, but the way they were able to navigate it they didn't have uh, their starting point guard and leading in Q Mays Um, and from talking uh, to Will on Monday uh, I would not anticipate him probably being back this week we'll we'll see but that's just kind of the the vibe that I got from my conversation uh, with Will Um, and that meant that we got a lot of freshman Reed Kemp he started both games uh, played over 20 minutes in the first game against Rockhurst Uh, only played 13 minutes but uh, against William Jewell, but he had a clutch uh, jumper down the stretch to get it down to three points um, and, and really just look poised. Not too many turnovers, just kind of did the job, and they're able to do things with Jerron Thames um, and whatnot, who I, I thought had his his best week uh, since I've seen him as a Griffin here in his three years. Jerron Thames has really taken his game to another level. Um, and then just kind of the usual cast, you look at the Reese Glovers, Will Eames, Taylor Bennett, they, they all had uh, game, games that – Uh, You expect from them each week where they can go out and score 20 points. You expect a 20-point game from each of them every single week. And then the the surprise of the week was J.C. Anthony. You look at their big man, a seven-foot freshman. Uh, He comes in, plays 10 minutes, and gets a couple baskets, uh, a couple rebounds as well on Rockhurst. And uh, it was only a couple minutes, but they were minutes that you noticed. And then he comes back on Saturday. He plays 17 minutes, plays all five minutes of overtime. And I believe he played the last six minutes of regulation as well. 17 minutes. He had eight points four or four shooting with four rebounds as well I mean he, he just made an impact defensively and then uh, cleaned up around the glass as well and getting put backs and uh, I think Western might have found a, a kind of a spark that they were looking for and I mean talk about seven footer that's a mismatch problem and uh, so maybe the results weren't what they wanted but I think Western has plenty to be happy of coming out of the week.
0: Well, um, we're going to talk about how the women match up this week in conference play, but the men are, it's a men's and women's doubleheader this week at the Fieldhouse on Thursday, uh, Roger State, and then Saturday, Northeastern State. Um, how do you think the men match up um, with those teams um, heading into the start of MIAA play? Again,
1: it's going to be tough to see without, I mean, they're already coming into a season, uh, losing their, their point guard from a year ago, and Tyrell Carroll, who was a big mess match problem in the MIAA. Uh, all-conference guard for a reason, then uh, Q Mays as well, if, if he does not play this weekend. Uh, I mean, but th- this is a Griffin team that has experienced guys that have been in the league for uh, two, three years. All of these guys, Williams, Reese Glover, Caleb Bennett. Um, I-, I think they like uh, their matchup this week. These are two really good teams. The Northeastern State was picked 13th. I mean, they are looking like they might be an MIAA tournament team, but they got a, a big man who last week scored 22 points and had 20, 20 rebounds in one game. I mean, that's just, it doesn't matter who you're playing. You put up those numbers. That is scary. And then Roger state, they're uh, they're just an experienced team that are just going to grind you out. If they can get in a game, that's going to be like 65, 60. That's uh, generally the kind of style they like to play. They like to make it muddy and try to get to the free throw line. And uh Sometimes Western looks rattled in those kind of games, so I think it makes for some good matchups. But uh, Western definitely has a strong chance at home to start the MIAA season uh, with two straight wins and extend that extend that win streak to four.
0: Uh, speaking of winning streaks, let's talk about the Western women now. We can't forget about them four and on the season. Um, picked up a good win on Monday against Illinois Springfield. Um, just talk about your thoughts on um, how Coach Whitaker's um, team performed on Monday night.
1: How much time do I got? Because I can't tell you how much. I like this team, Clifton. They are so fun, and the amount of just different lineups and whatnot they can throw out to. I mean, Corbin Cunningham having her back. I mean, it's just it's an immediate impact that you notice from last year, where they didn't really have that dominant presence that can go out and you know she's going to score 14 points, get you eight rebounds, and add four assists. I mean, Corbin does that and then some on a nightly basis, and uh, doing that in the paint just opens up things around the three-point arc and. Uh, last year defenders didn't have to sag off of these girls at Western uh, they could play tight because there wasn't a post presence that just uh, intimidate you like Corbin does. And she's just so good. And then Connie Clark has been such a great addition. She has double digit rebounds in every single game and she plays on the wing. I mean, she's not a six foot post like, like Corbin she's, a little undersized at like five five ten, but I mean, Connie just plays with such a motor, and uh, Western fans are just gonna absolutely love watching her. And then the way they can platoon the the two point guards and Camille Evans, uh, who is more of a, a run the offense, uh, very smart. Uh, she can get to the whole play transition really quickly. Whereas Alyssa, I mean, she's gonna wow you with some full court passes, uh, some no look stuff. Alyssa Bonilla, the freshman. I mean, they, those two are just incredible. And then, I mean, I haven't even talked about Jalen Haggard who. She's going out, and she's going to make four or five threes almost every single night, it seems like, and Brie uh, budgets to um, the way that she's grown. She can now play 30 minutes a night because she has coach trust, and she can go score 15 points a night. And th- there's a reason this team is scoring 15 more points per game uh, than they were last year. I mean, we're looking at 61 points last, last year per game. I mean, they're going to average around 75 this year, and that's just electric when you talk about the growth. And uh, uh, I- I'll-, I'll say right now they-, they were picked eighth in the immediate polls uh, by coaches and media, I picked them fifth because uh, I think the the talent that they have is is tremendous, and th- th- I think they're going to surprise some people. And uh, it's going to start this week. This is a fun fun team, and if you're not going out to watch this, I mean, you are you're truly missing out.
0: Absolutely, and let's uh let's talk about how Rob. Um, we talked about the men have Roger State and Northeastern State. As We mentioned it's a men's women's doubleheader. Um, talk about what how, how, what you know about Roger State and Northeastern State as far as the women's side.
1: Okay. You know, this Roger state, this Roger state team is good. They, uh, they were beating Western in the in the opener of the MIAA last year until Camille Evans uh, scored a game winner with nine seconds left. And, and, uh, if not for that, Rogers probably honestly uh, hangs on and wins that game, but, uh, Rogers doesn't have the, the big girl that they did last year. They don't have as much of a push presence. They're going to play a little more fast. And, uh, I think that plays in the, the Western style. They want to speed you up. They want to get you turnovers and then turn it right around on you. And, uh, and and get you in transition and then when i need to slow down just just dump it down corbin in the post uh and let her do her thing in the half court so uh, i think they like both the matchups this week Northeastern state still uh, they're still one of the teams that's kind of uh they're they're going to be bottom probably two bottom three of the conference and uh i think uh western has a chance to go out on on saturday and kind of really put a bow on a good week with a good performance and Uh, especially put together a good defensive performance. I think uh, they'd love to come out and and hold a team into the forties and and put up a 20 point win. Uh, Now you got to show up every night in the MIAA. It's going to be the first uh, time where we have a Thursday, Saturday uh, game in conference and uh, we'll we'll see how they do. But uh, I think Western has to like his chances and they have eight of their first 10 games uh, over the next month at home. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of chances to, to really, really make something uh, happen here in the first month of the season.
0: I know East of football and uh, Missouri Western basketball is just a fraction of what we got going on in this area. I know that uh, you guys are always busy. Your entire team is busy um, this week on the sports front. Talk about some of the other things that um, you and your team have lined up and covered this week in the sports.
1: Uh, well, it's funny you, you mentioned that. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, this interview. Uh, but Tuesday morning, I'm actually uh, doing working on a little project. I'm doing an interview with maybe you've heard of his name is John Calperi. Uh, he is the head head basketball coach for the University of Kentucky. Uh, you might know it. Uh, there's Will Martin, John Hood, Perry Stevenson, three guys on the Missouri Western basketball staff that all came through Kentucky and all either played or were on staff underneath co- Coach Cal there at at, uh, at uh, Big Blue. So uh, I've been something that we've been trying to nail down for a while. He's obviously a, a little bit busier than I am. Um, and But, uh, yeah, talking to him with him on Tuesday and, Uh, really going to put some time into making that uh, good. So that's be something to expect to see come out probably sometime before the new year. And then, I mean, just obviously a lot of stuff going on with, with East Buchanan, Uh, they're playing, they've been playing all season for coach uh, Kevin Bryan, the late Kevin Bryan who passed away in the spring, going to have something on that this week as well. Uh, Northwest volleyball is going through the the regional as, as well this week and Northwest football, they're in the regional. It's kind of the worst time to have literally every single thing going on. But I mean, Welcome welcome to sports we have crossover season so I mean we yeah, we're just uh, we're just getting started with everything and then uh I guess you're talking with me I just got back from high school basketball games as well uh watch Benton to get two wins so yeah just uh, just a couple of things you can expect from us here at the news press
0: absolutely it's gonna it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun winter sports season um definitely give up um, give the news press a subscription give them a digital subscription a paper subscription whatever you see fit um Brandon, I'm uh, talking once again. Uh, where can people uh, follow you and um, the sports department on social media? Uh,
1: you can just find us at SJNP Sports. That's our uh, sports Twitter handle. Or, uh, of course, if you want to give uh, me a follow for for some reason, get some uh, sarcastic sports comments, some NBA talk, and then uh, hear me uh, complain about the Vikings on a weekly basis, uh, you can just search my name, Brandon Zenner, and, or at NP Now Zenner, that's uh, Z E N N E R, on Twitter, and you can find me there.
0: Well, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. I know you've taken a lot of time this week, this year on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on once again to talk about all things of East Buck and Missouri Western basketball. Looking forward to um, seeing your coverage this week. Thanks for everything you do, Clifton. It's awesome. Thank you.